in the correct amount of time. It's not about it's not about going fast. That's not about going slow. It's about moving correctly. And correctness needs clarity, vision, and consistency. Right? Those three things. Welcome to the Isaac Velez Gonzalez Show, bringing you an authentic and honest perspective into the inner workings of the world and navigating chaos. I'm your host, Isaac, and this is a message you won't want to miss to live life on your terms and become the hero of your story. Let's get straight into today's episode on the Isaac Velez Gonzalez Show. Welcome everyone to today's episode on the Isaac Velez Gonzalez Show. Thank you all for tuning in and let's get right into today's episode. Today we're going to be talking about loyalty and this concept that loyalty is a two-way street. And to start off, let's talk about this idea of loyalty in the first place because I think the construction of loyalty in terms of how we define it, how we see it in the different areas of the world has varied a lot, especially in the recent years. You know, if you look at a more traditional sense of the word right in the 1950s and 1940s, those kinds of examples of loyalty were people that stayed in companies for their whole lives, had pension plans. That was the job world. You had people that were building relationships on trust, as they always have been, but it was really accentuated. But nowadays, loyalty really shifts with the wind, right? People that go at companies, they work there for six months, then they work in a nine months, you know, getting that two, three percent increase every time they switch jobs. You talk about relationships and now instead of traditional marriages, you have a lot of people which they're not getting married or they're getting married and getting divorced very quickly. So you're seeing this changing landscape of how the world's moving to a more fragmented approach, the more individualistic approach that doesn't just tell you to be your own person, but it also tells you you don't need other people. And so when I talk about loyalty, not only do I want to talk about how I use loyalty personally, how I view it, but at the same time, where loyalty came from, right, where it's been, where it's at right now, and then more importantly, where it goes. But at the end of the day, you also have to understand this concept that whatever society does, you don't have to be a follower of that. You can be a pillar of good somewhere else. And so let's start off by saying how I would define loyalty and the bounds in which I define my own loyalties. Loyalty to me is having a level of trust, backing, and support for another or collective group. So it can be towards another individual, it can be towards a group, but it basically means that you hold their interest above other parties' interest. Not necessarily your own, but it does have some pecking order, so the least. And so the way I view my personal loyalties is that, again, the way that the reason the title is the way it is loyalty is a two-way street is that I'm never loyal to a fault in the sense that I might take personal loss for other people. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is that if I'm being loyal to someone and they turn their back on me, they betray me, they do something that's against my benefit, at least in that capacity on purpose to negate my benefit they don't going to they're not going to continue getting that loyalty. I don't put loyalty in a bad relationship. I don't mistrust that. So, to me, that's where the extent of it goes. You don't have this fallacy where people are overly loyal to people that aren't loyal back. So, if I'm asking you to be loyal to me, inherently I will give you that loyalty. Right? So, if I'm demanding that from you, if I'm saying I need you to be loyal, I need these kinds of things, 
inherently because I'm asking for it, I'm going to give it to you, right? I believe in this idea that we should all strive away from hypocrisy. And if we're going to ask something from someone, if we're going to demand something, we need to be in a position where we can say, all right, if I'm asking it, I'm giving it. So again, this comes to the point where loyalty is more traditional. Like a lot of people talk about it and they're like, hey, you know, in the sense of the word, people don't value these relationships as much. They turn on people. But in a world where we're building on relationships and relationships are built on trust, loyalty may seem old fashioned, but it's a great path to be on. And more importantly, it allows us to get to this perspective where, hey, we can benefit others. We can be in a position where they can trust us and we can, you know, spend years and even decades with the same people that are good for us. And a lot of times people that are unloyal, you know, they, they might get ahead in the short term, but a lot of times it's not a, it's not a good long run play. It doesn't really benefit those kinds of people. Um, when you look at the other grander scheme of things and not just the results, right? Statistically or quantitatively, but qualitative too, you know, when you betray the people in your life, when you turn your back on them, when you don't hold to this code of loyalty, a lot of times it feels a little empty because no one's really there with you because you're always turning your back on people. You're never really building these relationships. And it's not to say that a lot of us are disloyal, but it's to say that what kind of standards do we hold our loyalty to? And this isn't just in relationships with other people, but it's also to yourself. You know, you have I think the foremost responsibility to be loyal to yourself first, to look out for your own interest. And that's not a selfish thing. It's just kind of a common sense practice that how could you expect to be loyal to anyone else if you're not even loyal to yourself? How can you expect others to respect you if you're not, if you don't respect yourself? Again, it's this kind of, it is a slightly circular logic, but at the same time, it's more of like a root cause, right? You have to have the initial root of a tree for it to start kind of spreading, right? The seed has to make its initial break and then it can start expanding into other areas. And it's something that where, when we talk about it and when we think about it, it, it really shapes the relationships we're in. You know, it really can set a standard for the kinds of people that are in our lives. You know, if you're not loyal to yourself, then oftentimes you attract people that aren't loyal to themselves and by extension, not to other people. And, and I think it's these patterns that we can kind of see that can help us find the people that are good for us, that can help us find the people that will look out for our own interests, that will be there to support us, to help us and cultivate our own growth. And that's something that can be very beautiful, but at the same time um, can be very delicate because trust can be delicate. And to kind of go on this, on this idea, if someone does something that's against your benefit on the same, on the sole purpose of taking away that benefit from you out of envy, out of jealousy, Staying loyal to them will hold you back because the truth is, if you want to grab onto the rope that the future is throwing you, you can't hold onto the rope of the past because you can only hold one or the other. And so sometimes we really have to let things go to move forward. Uh, there's a myth about a, a mis like mythical creature. I don't know which um, mythology it's from, but it's about a phoenix and the phoenix every so often, right? When it gets overburdened, when it gets, um, I think it's just when it's a hit, it becomes a hideous creature, the feathers start to wrinkle up. It just bursts into flames. And what happens? It's reborn into a new, fresh and respective light. And a lot of times that's us. And I think even an analogy that I enjoy even more is almost like a tree. You know, a tree, right? We're rooted in place. We're rooted in all right, our principles and our values. But a lot of times we have to grow these new branches, right? We have to expand into new areas of life. But 
you can't grow the new branches without first burning out the old ones. And that burning process is painful. That burning process can make us question a lot of things. But what might come is better than the pain of what is or what was. And that's sort of how loyalty can be. You know, if that branch is strong, if it's stable, if it's well nourished, right, both from the tree side and the branch side in this in this metaphor, well, there's no reason to get rid of that branch. That branch doesn't pose any danger of breaking off. It doesn't pose any danger of harming um, the tree and it still bears fruit. It's still prosperous. But on the flip side, if that branch is brittle, if the fruit has turned out several times to not be good fruit, to be bitter and malnourished fruit, you got to realize then, you know, that's the time where you got to let that branch go. And it's the same way with relationships. If it's a good, healthy relationship where both sides are committed, whether that's romantic, whether that's in business, whether that's a friendship, that's a branch that should be continued to be nourished. You should deliver it time and value and your energy, invest in things that invest back in you. But on the flip side, if it's a dead branch of a branch that's barely hanging on, that's already poisoned several times. Like this relationship is bad. They've broken your trust. There's things that have gone wrong. That's the time where you're going to have to burn it off. And that hurts to let go of some of these people, especially if they're longtime friends or if they're a longtime partner. But unfortunately, that isn't enough. And you have to do this. And that's going to be what's best for you. And what's best for you oftentimes can be much better for the rest of the world. And so we have to get to this point where we're able to make these tough calls and able to make these tough decisions for the betterment of ourselves and the world. And I think when I look at what I've done in my life, the people that have stayed, the people that have gone, I don't bear any anger towards the people that aren't here anymore. I don't envy where they are. I don't think too much even where they are. You know, I wish them the best. There's no negative. There's no harm. There's no foul feelings going on towards those people. But at the same time, I'm also grateful that they're not in my lives anymore too. You know, there, it wasn't that they were negative. It was just when you're going on diverging paths, sometimes you just got to let someone else go their way and you go your own way. And it's, and it's a part of life, you know, letting go is a big part of life. And again, that two way street, not only is about the receiving and the giving, but it's also about the going and the, and the going in different directions, right? Two way street. Sometimes you're going that way. They're coming this way. And sometimes you just got to kind of give them a little nod, give them a wave and just let them be and let them go in their own way. And that might be going against you. But again, if it's a two way street, you guys can pass each other cleanly. But if you're unwilling to move out of your own way and they're unwilling to move out of their own way, what happens when two cars going in opposite directions continue moving? They're going to crash into each other. They're going to cause an accident. A crash is going to be something catastrophic. So you have to ask yourself, am I going to hold on to these not childish, but immature feelings that prevent me from being my best. You have to understand that when we talk about emotions and when I talk about them, it's not from a place that emotions are a bad thing or that emotions are something of a child, but it's something that when it controls us, that is an immature behavior. That's the difference. And it's also negating control over our own lives, which we need to be back in control from our own lives. And it's something where, hey, we have to understand, how are we going to do what is necessary for our own lives? How are we going to do what's important for our own lives? And sometimes that requires, you know, kind of directing ourselves in a better 
mission. And again, it's not even just emotions, but are also our mind too, right? The mind looks for the easy way out. Our emotions are responses that our body gives to our minds. All these things are a lot of effects that we're seeing, but we got to look deeper. We have to go within and really experience and understand, hey, how do we tap into the better side of us? How do we look at the big picture here? You got to be, you have to be playing this three-dimensional chess, not just looking at every move for its current upside, but also for its downside, not just today, but a year from now, two years from now, right? Play the long-term game. The consistency of your actions will breed the results of the long-term gains, but you have to continually work. You have to continually slowly build up time and time again in order to get where you want to get, how you want to get there. And that's the key that a lot of us don't think about, but it's very important to more so than just saying, hey, let me just take it easy. Let me just live in the present all the time. Look at the future, build your your days based on where you want to be and then live in the present, right? Don't just take it easy. Take it in the correct amount of time. It's not about, it's not about going fast. That's not about going slow. It's about moving correctly and correctness needs clarity, vision, and consistency, right? Those three things. It needs those things in order to work, right? It needs to be able to breathe in those realms. So again, to tie it back to close off this episode, when it comes to loyalty, loyalty first and foremost starts with you. Loyalty starts with you putting yourself at a higher position to recognize that you need to value yourself and you need to take care of yourself. And then it moves into saying, put into others when they're giving to you. But you don't have to give to someone that you're not asking from. If someone's just being loyal to you and you haven't been asking for it and you don't need it, you don't have any responsibility here to do so. Now you can, but don't feel like you owe it to someone else simply just because they're paying for something that you never offered. And that's the difference too, because a lot of times, especially when you grow, people will do things out of under the hint of loyalty, but sometimes that loyalty might be a burden too. And that's where you have to ask yourself, like, it's the same thing with relationships. A lot of times there's relationships where if you don't need to be in one, if you don't feel like it's right, you don't need to commit to it. That's not your responsibility to do so, right? Only do the things that are essential in your life and then do them well, do them exceedingly well and invest your time and energy into them. Thank you all for tuning in. Let's close out the episode. Vinny, Beatty, Vicky, I came, I saw, I conquered. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode on the Isaac Velez Gonzalez Show. If this episode provided you with any form of value, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and share this episode. For more information and to get more connected with us, visit our website, www.isaacvelezgonzalez.com for all of our programs, resources, and all previous content with full episode transcripts. We appreciate your support. And until next time, that's all for today's episode on the Isaac Velez Gonzalez Show.